welcome back to the Goddess Within Her Podcast. I'm your host, your goddess, Chelsea. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to have tunnel vision on God's will for your life. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Don't get caught up in this world, (laughs) okay? Be transformed by God and talk to God. Do some self-reflection. In the last episode, I spoke about doing self-reflection and really knowing yourself. Pray for guidance. Talk to God. And give yourself grace, okay? You can always start over. I'm going to be very transparent in my journey. So in 2018, God put on my heart to start a nonprofit organization. And when he put this on my heart, he the main emphasis was on a youth program to make sure that kids are being brought up to be their whole self. Right now in America, the main idea and the main thing that kids are going to school for is to train them to be in the workforce. And It's important for everyone to be able to know themselves and to be able to develop their talents and their passions. He put on my heart to do community events that would bring those people together um, and also fundraise for the program. While when I started the business, um, what really took off was the community events. The community events was popping off. Everybody was coming to the events partnerships were popping off um the name was getting out there so I'm like all right the people are responding to this let me do more of this totally got me off of my track and it took for me to actually be still and to realize hold on in 2018 God gave me a youth program however you know everything there's a season for every everything and everything is not for right then and there And that's really the beauty about God. He's always there. You can always start over. 1 John 2.15 says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. Okay? Um, In both of these scriptures, it lets you know, we are not here for the world. Yes, we are here to serve the world and we use our gifts for others to serve others but the world now i think it's very crazy how the world was built on evil taking over land having to actually make a a money um if you think about it like i'm a very logical person so i think about these things i'm like why do we have money (laughs) oh we had to make money because people weren't keeping their word People were being deceitful. They were betraying others. And so like money was made because we could not trust each other. And a handshake and a word of mouth verbal agreement was not enough. Insert money here. Insert business contracts here. This world was built off slavery. We literally stole this land from natives. Literally try to have ownership over each other like I chose those two scriptures to share with you because 
do not be of this world <laughs> be transformed okay and what it really all comes down to is the person behind the actions the souls everyday decisions your consideration for others compassion emotional intelligence and you know all of these things are going to vary based on each situation we're put in but that's why it's so important to have your morals your integrity and what you're standing on so that you can make sound decisions and walk in purpose number one how do you keep tunnel vision knowing your purpose how are you gonna have tunnel vision on something you don't even know what you're having tunnel vision on okay um knowing your purpose talking to god about it not being of this world okay number one number two write it down make a plan right so once god gives you your purpose you gotta make a plan how how am i going to fulfill this things will come your way prior proper planning prevents piss poor performance bay taught me that one prior proper planning prevents piss poor performance here in habak 2 2 it says and the lord replied write down the revelation make it plain on the tablets so that a herald may run with it similar to a business plan right a business plan is made because we want to be able to show that to somebody and say, okay, this is the idea that I have in my head. This is what I have. This is the idea. This is the purpose. This is the funding plan. This is how it's going to be sustainable. And this is the impact it's going to make. Same thing for what God has for you. Write it down. Make it plain. Make it plain. But I do want to say this. Leave room for God to change your plan he knows your heart so he's just gonna make it all work for your good going back to romans eight twenty eight, all things come together for those who love god and who are called according to his purpose all things give yourself grace but stay connected to god through prayer and journaling and being close to him and having that intimate time because when plans change and when things change we need to be able to follow him and follow what he is doing being that vessel in every single season that he calls you to and I really want to make the emphasis that most of the times when we get our ideas from God they aren't fully developed so the most important part is writing them down in the conception phase. So whenever you get some type of idea or project or thing that is on your heart that you feel led to do, write it down and try to really do that in the moment because I've even experienced times where I have not written down what was given to me and then literally I'll forget. So Really try to do it in the moment because you might forget. And remember, the most creative seasons are in seasons of lack. So when you feel like you do not have the resources, that's when we use what we have around us to get through whatever we're going to and to solve problems. That's how inventions are made. And like people, we are so smart and creative and the world tries to limit that. Number one, know your purpose. Number two, write it down and make a plan. How are you going to 
carry out where God just placed on your heart. And lastly, number three, develop a routine so that you can stay that course. Um, one thing that Bay has introduced to me is a 90 day plan. And this was literally planning your life for the next 90 days in accordance to what God has placed on your life for those for that year or for that time, whatever. But the, the point of the plan is to stay accountable. There's only four quarters in a year. So that's four 90 day plans. So you're only doing it four times. At one point, my 90 day plan was the same for a good year. I never took that step to do this podcast. It was, it was a lot going on. It was a lot going on. And emotionally, mentally, I couldn't do it. Um, but I knew what God had. So oh, I wrote it down. And once I had developed that routine and my 90 day plan, it was nice because every single time the 90 day plan came around and I literally had nothing to change. It was literally sad. And I'll be like, well, what did I do with my life for the last three months? And I was like, oh, yeah, I was healing from this, healing from this. And it really allows you to keep what God gave you in the forefront of your mind. Matthew 14, 28 through 31 says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down off the boat, walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? So I, I brought up that story because Peter asked for a sign. Peter said, God, show me as you. Let me know as you. God said, all right, come. All right. So then Peter's like, all right, boom, on my way, come in. Then the wind came. All of a sudden, his logic started kicking in. His mind started going. His, his faith started to dwindle. Then you know what happened? He began to sink. That's exactly what, we, what happens to us. When it's a God-given idea, they are faith-based ideas. So there's no limits. And so therefore, they're contradictory to logic. So I already said before, like logic tells you, oh, we have to see it to believe it. But no, this for faith with God, you have to believe it to see it. Like you have to believe it before it happens. That's the only way it will come to pass. And most of the time you're going to feel like you're crazy. Like you're an outlier. No one is going to believe you. And that's okay. It's not for them to believe. It's for you. Keep your heart on God. Because there's going to be things, there's going to be people that tell you, no, that's not right. There's going to be movies, shows, books, the whole nine. And it's so important for you to stay grounded in what God has told you because any little thing can come and distract you from what God has from you, for you. And you'll be sinking like Peter in the water trying to find Jesus. And the thing is, Jesus lifted out his hand. He reached his hand out and said, all right. But he said, dang, do you, you don't have no faith? Where's your faith? 
but his logic kicked in once the wind started blowing. He said, oh, shoot, I'm on water. (laughs) It's so important to not be distracted. I'm going to share another scripture. First Peter five. Eight says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Satan takes your weaknesses and uses them against you. It's so important to use your discernment in all situations because you have to know if something is coming from God or it's coming from an adversary enemy with another intent, another thought process. Like people will come to you and present things one way, but really have ulterior motives. And so there in lies discernment, prayer, because we cannot know everything. Um, And when we're making our daily decisions, we have to make decisions that are aligned with our purpose. And opportunity isn't always a blessing. Take time to pray on things and wait. Don't be so quick to respond. Make decisions in your purpose. Walk in your purpose. The devil is always going to try you. He knows what you love. He knows your weaknesses. He knows you. Um, He watches you. He's lurking, literally lurking, trying to find ways to bring you down and to take your faith off of God. The devil was lurking. He wants your spirit. He wants you to worry. He wants you to be in chaos and not at peace. Don't let him. Don't let that logic kick in like it did for for Peter. All right. So this has been a muscle that I've had to stretch um, and continue to stretch as I develop my relationship with God and keep that relationship with God. So, yeah, lastly, develop a routine. Um, Like I said, my routine and my way of accountability is this 90 day plan. It, It has helped. Don't put all the pressure on yourself, okay, um, to complete that and within the 90 days. Like, listen to your body, listen to your spirit, listen to your heart. Don't push yourself past your prime. Don't push yourself past what you can give or else it's going to do a disservice to yourself and you do not want that. What the 90 day plan is there for is to keep you accountable and so that you know in the forefront of your mind, oh shoot, these three months just went by and XYZ happened and I was supposed to get XYZ done. Okay, how am I going to get XYZ done the next time? Mark 4.19 says, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires of other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. (laughs) it's literally what I was talking about about um how of this world and the wealth and the money and the things that we're rooted in in this world how it brings deceitfulness and it is unfruitful so keep your mind and your your heart focused on God's will for your life keep that tunnel vision keep that tunnel vision number one know your purpose Number two, write it down. And number three, develop a routine. Develop an accountability process. 
All right, guys, that's it for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time. Bye.